0: Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach for us at hfchurch, the number 7, at gmail.com. I want to talk to you about sowing. And so many times, I think this is a misconception in the body of Christ. And I think it's about, if you do this, then you'll get gifts. And And I think there's a lot of truth in that. Because I think a farmer plants a seed expecting a harvest. I believe every time that we plant a seed, we're expecting a harvest, and we should be. Now, the church has this mentality, I'm just going to give it to the Lord because I love Him. Now, how many farmers do you know say, I'm just going tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go out there and plant a crop, and I'm just not going to go back about it, and I'm not expecting anything in return. I'm just going to go plant. Now, everybody would think that was totally lucrative and very crazy in the mindset of sowing and not expecting a harvest back. But we see something here that really began to transform and change the lives of many people. Now, everybody knows the Queen of Sheba, and that she traveled 1,300 miles by Campbell to just to get to talk and spend a little bit of time with Solomon. Now, Solomon had grown, his fame had grown quite broad, and he was wealthy, and he was had wisdom, and he walked in a different level. and So she traveled 1,300 miles by camel. Now I don't know how long it took her, but she got to Solomon's house and she stayed a six months, and couldn't even get around to see everything that he saw. Now look at that he had. Now look at 1 Kings chapter 10, 1 through 3. Now when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very great written, with camels that bore spices, very much gold and precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, she spoke with him about all that was in her heart. So Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing so difficult for the king and he that he could not explain it to her. Now I want you to see this. I want to, I want to read also in 4 through 9. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, she... Be- the house that he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his servants, the service of his waiters and their apparel, his cupbearers and his entryway by which he went up to the house of the Lord. There was no no more spirit in her. Then she said to the king, It was a true report which I heard in my own land about your words and your wisdom. However, I did not believe the words until I came and saw with my own eyes. And indeed, the half was not even told. In other words, they didn't, they couldn't even express how wealthy you are and how blessed you are and how much wisdom you've got. Your wisdom and prosperity exceeds the fame of which I heard. Happy are your men and happy are these your servants who stand continually before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God who delighteth in you sitting you on the throne of Israel because the Lord had loved Israel forever. Therefore he made you king to do justice and righteousness. Now she not only heard wisdom she saw wisdom. She heard wisdom when he responded to her hard questions. Now we see here that she had traveled 1,300 miles just to be in his presence. She had traveled all this way just to ask him some questions and to be with him. But there's a a nugget here that we haven't grabbed. Now, I want you to look at verse 7, 1 Kings chapter 10. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not only half was told in wisdom and wealth and prosperity, you have far exceeded the report that I heard. The queen of Sheba gasped the tr- that truth and responded with joy to what she observed in the life of the king, Solomon, kingdom of Solomon. What was the queen's next response? Well, let's see. In verse ten, what did she do? In First Kings chapter ten, she gave. Then she gave the king one hundred and twenty talents of gold. Now, do you understand something? A talent of gold is seventy-one pounds. She gave him eight thousand five hundred twenty pounds, eight thousand five hundred twenty ounces of gold at today's price. That would be $256 million. So just to come and talk to him, she sowed a seed. She received that wisdom in her heart so that by the time she left Solomon's court, she was a believer in the God of Israel. What was it that changed her life? Her giving. It is your giving that will change your future as well. Now, I want you to grab hold of this because this is really great revelation if we can get a hold of it. If you want to change your destiny, if you want to change your financial status, if you want to change your tomorrow, you change it with a seed. The whole world was changed by God sowing a seed in his son. And the Bible said in the beginning was the Word, which was a seed. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we see that a seed changed history forever. A seed is what he talked about in Genesis 3 and 15. And he said, his seed, between her seed and your seed, there's going to be enmity. So we see a seed was the purpose of the whole plan and the enemy kings all throughout time was trying to destroy the seed. The enemy today that's trying to destroy your seed, trying to stop your harvest, is the enemy of darkness, the enemy of of perseverance, the the enemy of of religion and the things that's trying to stop the blessing of God. Well, don't give expecting that. Don't give that preacher your money. Don't give that man your money. She went and sowed into Solomon, never been around him to that day, saw the wealth and the beauty of all his wisdom and all his power and saw the revelation. Let me tell you something. You need to to understand that when you begin to sow into the people that sow into your life, you begin to receive harvest. You begin to receive blessing. Because people are pouring into your life then. You need to pour into their life. And that's where your anointing comes from. That's how you increase the giving. That's how you increase the revelation of the harvest. Look for the harvest. Expect the harvest. Expect God to bless you. Expect the favor of God in your life.